what each one of you really, really want is you want an endpoint where you walk into the proverbial life you have and you go, holy shit, I didn't know it could be like this. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not going to have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited Hero? You know, I just led the men's retreat and uh, a couple of the men from Ignited were there, which was really special, first of all, to meet in person, and secondly, to do incredibly deep work. A huge part of what we did during the retreat was pushing our boundaries, getting comfortable, being uncomfortable, which is a thing that I talk about a lot here. So that theme was in my head as I was preparing for today. And then yesterday was Valentine's Day. Obviously, as you all know, here at Ignite, I talk often about how holidays can be incredibly joyful and replenishing and fun and also taxing and emotional and uh, stressful. And, you know, Valentine's historically was not a good holiday for me. And, and the reason I say that is I felt all the pressure and then never performed at a level that I felt really held space for the person that I was with. Uh, even in old relationships, but I've been with Sophie now for 17 years. So it pretty much only has to do with her for almost the last two decades. And I just didn't show up the way I wanted to. And I had a story. The story in my head was that I'm not good at dates. I'm not good at birthdays. I'm not good at things on the calendar. And to be honest, historically, that's been true. I remember my birthday probably a day before it happens. I remember your birthday, the day it shows up on my calendar. It's just before phones had calendars in them, I was the last person you wanted to make a date with because I would forget it almost every single time, unless you reminded me that morning. So that was my story for a very, very long time about why I'm bad at these things. And I would, I don't want to say I've screwed up Valentine's, but I would show up minimally, right? I would get a last minute card. If I remembered, I got some flowers and that was the best I did. And sometimes I missed one of those. And I'm pretty sure that a couple of times I missed both just I've, I've screwed up these holidays royally. And so I was at the men's retreat and the whole thing is about pushing your edges. That's what I'm there to facilitate. And we did ice bath, cold plunges, and we did holotropic breath work that makes you feel really tingly and your muscles spasm. It's weird and it's crazy to experience. And we did all these physical and emotional things that really push you beyond your comfort zone. And it ended Sunday, but um, I think it was Thursday through Sunday was the, the retreat itself. And then either Friday or Friday evening or Saturday morning, Sophie let me know that we're doing dinner. It was initially four couples that were doing dinner for Valentine's. And that was it. We we're just doing dinner at somebody's house. And in the middle of pushing everybody past their boundaries, I went, what if I was able to push myself past my boundaries on this thing that I've been using as an excuse for the last, I don't know, 25, 30 years of my life? And I call it an excuse now, but before I had this little internal conversation three days ago, four days ago, I didn't call it an excuse. I just call it the way I am, right? That's, that's how I would have talked to you about it four days ago. And those of you who have been with us for a while know, I want to impart when I 
find these new edges that I can grow from in case it's useful to anybody else. So I texted the guys who are the men in the couple ships um, who are going to go to this dinner. And I left them a voice note in the middle of the retreat. And I said, hey, what if we surprise the hell out of the girls? They don't, they're not expecting anything. They're the ones that even organized the dinner, right? It was the women that organized the Valentine's dinner. We didn't do anything. I said, what if we surprise the hell out of them? One of the guys was into it. The other two were like, ah, can we just get like take out? Or anyway, they, they were not really showing up. But one guy went, went with me. And, uh, and so we started chatting back and forth. And it felt so good. It felt so good to, I know not a month before, but you know, three days before Valentine's, be creating the plan, even with the intention of making Sophie excited or happy about this thing that we would create. So then things started going into place. Um, we looked for chefs to come into the house and cook, right? It's four couples. It'd be a nightmare if we try to do this ourselves. And I don't even know who would clean that kitchen. And then, you know, flowers. We started kind of having these conversations. And, and the reason I'm telling you the story is we started getting pushback. It wasn't easy. We had to change venue because the guy's house that we were going to do it at, A, his oven wasn't working and B, they, were, they have a, a kid also. And so they were, we were starting to run into issues like, well, who's going to watch the kids? But like friction started coming up. Then one of the guys goes, wait, this is too expensive. I don't, I don't want to do something that costs this much money. And he was, he didn't say it directly because so many of us, radical transparency is something we talk about here. You don't get radical transparency for most people in the world. So the way, the way, hey, this is too expensive showed up in my conversation with him was, well, why don't we do dinner at a restaurant? I go, we're, we're going to spend $150, $200 a couple at a restaurant anyway. So he literally goes, well, let's just do dinner Tuesday. I go, I think you missed the point of what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to show my wife I care about her a lot by taking the initiative and it's not working out. So push back from all these directions. Well, we had construction at home. So now we're moving it to our house. There's construction in the house. I'm texting the guy that's doing the construction saying, is there any way that by dinner Monday, we had an internal wall they built in our house to protect us from the outside. Anyway, that wall is coming down by Monday. Friday, he told me we can't, we can't do it. Saturday night, he's like, hey, we'll, we'll figure it out. By 5, 6 p.m., I can have that wall down. Six o'clock in the morning, Monday, we went to a flower mart to buy flowers because it's Valentine's. You can't get flowers <laughs> like anywhere normal anymore. Got the chef. Our friend is still balking. Can't, that one with too much money, can't participate in anything. I come home at, I think, 5 p.m. The wall is still coming down. Construction dust everywhere. And I tell Sophie, I go, you go into your room. I don't want you to come out until dinner's ready. You, I don't want you to know anything. We got it to, it was down to the wire. Like, I think dinner was at 8. I think at 7.30, I finished setting up the room. Now all three, it's, now it went down to three couples. The three girls and the other guys are, um, are in our bedroom, which is just off the the living room and we've been working for like three and a half days to set this thing up and having to constantly overcome hurdles but then when we opened the door and i'd set up i could share a video i think i shared it on instagram or something but i set up the entire living room with a circle of these flowers we got so many flowers there's like 18 bouquets in the house it was an insane thing with like candles in between the flowers a table in the middle with the circle of those flowers and, and candles around them the girls opened the door and they were like what the hell like not a not a single one of them expected that and it was, it was perfect. It was exactly what I wanted to happen. It just took over and over and over, overcoming obstacles, switching plans, moving around, and just being comfortable with the fact that what I care about is the end point, 
right? I didn't know what it was going to look like. But what I cared about was I wanted my wife to walk into a room and go, oh, shit. I didn't know my husband could do this. That was the goal. And I had just spent a weekend leading a lot of men through this concept that you're going for a goal. And on the way, there will be very uncomfortable moments. I can guarantee that. Guarantee it. What I just described was a three and a half, four day intense experience. Now, a lot of you still believe, and I'm sorry, I'm going to blow this bubble really quickly here, still believe that the end point you want has something to do with drinking. You came because you read a book or you saw an ad or you heard a video of mine or you heard me on somebody's podcast and you went, I like the kind of drinking this guy describes, or I like the kind of way that he deals with addiction. This has nothing to do with drinking. What each one of you really, really want is you want an endpoint where you walk into the proverbial life you have and you go, holy shit, I didn't know it could be like this. That's what you really want. It's just like it or not, that's been beaten out of most of us. Most of us through our childhood or midlife experiences, through traumas we've experienced, through our families, our attachment earlier on in life, or just when we started struggling with drugs and alcohol because we were having issues beforehand, once people saw us struggling with these things, they said, oh, you have this sickness, you have this disease. And people like you that have this disease, you're stuck with it forever. So I'm sorry, but this is what it is. So we forgot, we forgot that it's possible. Or maybe we just stop believing that it's possible. And I'm letting you know, in no uncertain terms, there's an endpoint where that joy is yours. I don't know, right, for Sophie and the girls last night, it was flowers and candles around a table with a, with a chef at home. But it wasn't those things that made it that, right? It was the effort and the, the excitement and the buildup to the moment that made it that exciting. Each one of you has a set of circumstances, environment, biology, psychology, spirituality, right? The four things we always talk about. There's a, a version of that in your life where you wake up in the morning, like I did today, and like I do probably 80 to 90% of my days, and you go, holy shit, how is this my life? Hey everybody, it's Adi again, and I wanna share with you something that I believe is one of the most useful free tools I've ever created for my clients and for you. It's our free personalized My Drinking Score report. Look, you already know that at Ignited, we don't care much for labels and we don't believe in any of those once a blah, 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 always a blah, blah, blah slogan. But if you are questioning your specific relationship with alcohol, you may be trying to figure out how to understand what you need to do and whether you're moving in the right direction. Well, then this completely free tool is for you and will give you the answers you're looking for. All you're going to do is you're going to take a five minute quiz answering simple questions that you know the answers to. And then like magic, our system is going to spit out a custom report so that you can find out more about your relationship with alcohol and actually get guidance and help to some of the changes that you can individually make. I created this tool to give you a customized, personalized, virtual resource that you can take at any time and that makes it easy to get the exact recommendations and steps that you need to help eliminate your struggles. Anybody can take it, and did I mention that it's completely 100% free? Well, it is. So stop running around in circles trying to figure out why you're having a hard time getting sober and get real solutions and guidance to help transform your life and get ignited forever. 
Just pause this audio right now and go to ignited.com forward slash go. Again, that's ignited.com forward slash go and take our five minute quiz right now. Find out what your drinking score is and then share it and tag us on Instagram or Facebook because remember, fuck shame. Together, we get to move forward and get better every day. Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com if there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks and see you next week.